Hey there guys this is Amish Parmar over here and this is Rohan this side and let's get this episode started Okay so the rainy season is here and the lockdown has ended people seem to not care at all about the pandemic i see people playing cricket and football on my uh, <laughs> ground and uh, i know some of my friends have been to dominos twice <laughs> once home delivery and the second time going to the outlet and eating and it just makes me worry a lot because things haven't changed okay things haven't gotten better one bit or rather they are just getting worse at the same rate i would say but still people are acting as if everything is fine how long are you going to worry is it is it a is it a life worth living um if you say you need so okay sir only worrying is stupid i think but if worrying leads to change in actions say for example staying at home and not going out to eat pizza i think worrying is very much worth it yeah that's true i'm not saying that worrying is not worth it but sometimes you need to take some risks and sometimes you need to do things that maybe are a little careless but make you immensely happy yeah risk for what though risk for pizza i don't think that's worth it and I, what I are you risking think. and what are you risking you're risking your life and not just your life you're also risking the lives of your parents and grandparents who are at home like we, i am i took all the precautions that i could okay i mean if you're going to, if that's your defense i think um case closed i guess yeah like anyway what's done is done like nothing can change it now nothing can change what's done but this hopefully may change future actions of some people yes like what i had to do i did it once and i don't think so i'll be doing it again so it was that that crazy factor was just once so once it's done there's no doing it again so anyway that's not going to happen again hopefully <laughs> this is a small thing i think like if like because lockdown has ended i see people coming down and say i just told you in the ground which is just in front of my house i see people playing cricket and football and i see friends coming and hanging out small children cycling on the road i think this is just the tip of the iceberg because now i think even the office are going to start opening up and once the offices start opening up whether you are careful or not whether you are willing or not whether you are okay or are you fearful it does not matter you'll have to go to your office and i think i just hope things don't escalate hope is what we live for <laughs> i think that was the title of one of our episodes yes it? yes it was yeah i think cool. we should give our listeners a disclaimer that this episode is going to be really a very serious one a dark one and a very long one i feel why why do you feel so i'm curious <laughs> because the last time we recorded we had discussed that you have two topics which are pretty dark and pretty related as well so i think we'll be covering that whole segment in this episode cool but before before we get into those topics um, the rainy season has begun now and what do you feel about the rainy season i actually feel glad that i'm quarantined during this rainy season because i don't particularly like rains as such especially when you have to go somewhere for example to office or to meet your friends and the rains just spoil the whole mood it makes the whole environment dull uh, but now that i am working from home and the rains don't bother me as much so i i am cool with them yeah 
Hmm, I'm never able to decide whether I like it or I don't like it because there are good points on both sides. What I like about the monsoons is I think the temperature and the winds because whatever the temperature ranges in Mumbai during monsoons and it becomes a little windy so I like that part about rainy season. Secondly as you said it, uh, the sky is mostly covered by clouds it becomes a little dull which is not that great for your mood and um, it's wet everywhere so your clothes are going to get wet and you're going to feel wet all the time you've got wet while going somewhere or coming back home mm-hmm. yes cool with that out of the way mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay let's discuss the elephant in the episode again uh, i won't directly go into the topic uh, before <laughs> that there's a new book i'm reading um i don't remember the title <laughs> funnily <Wow. laughs> uh, i think it's you should see someone i think that's the title it's about therapy so in that there was a very interesting line which has just stuck with me okay so that line is about illness okay or other illnesses so illnesses something interesting about them is you could do everything right in your life and still end up with the shorter end of the stick and i think there's lot of weight behind that line to be to be honest i did not get the complete meaning of it i feel basically say if you are a very good person okay with respect to morals or with respect to mental health or with respect to physical health or all three okay you might be doing all the right things uh, you eat very good nutritious food you exercise every day you get 8 hours of sleep everything you are doing fine you meditate you do yoga for your mental health and in generally you are a very good person you don't have any enemies generally everyone likes you etc you've done everything right in your life but even then illness is something which you cannot predict or it just comes to you happens to you and whatever you do it's irrelevant say for example a cancer there's nothing you did wrong as such but if it happens to you, it just happens to you so when we talk about illness are we particularly talking about the notion of an illness for example in the sense of a disease or it is just the vague idea of illness i think it's more about the disease basically incurable diseases which do not have a particular cause or rather they have a cause but it's not in our hands for example if there's some genetic mutation or something which is hereditary you can't do anything about it and it just happens to you so it's more about the disease of course and i think the crux of it is it's not in your control well yes it is not in your control but if you're doing all the things right taking care of your physical health mental health the probability of you getting the disease is considerably reduced for example like for for a healthy person to get tuberculosis or lung cancer it's highly improbable compared to someone who is a chain smoker correct so what you are saying is completely true i agree but still being healthy and taking care of yourself mind body and soul it does decrease the probability of you getting ill i feel yeah i mean i think i mean yes it decreases the probability of you getting ill considerably um but i i think what i meant was i was hinting more towards of hereditary diseases or maybe there are also some kind of cancers which there's no action that you do will affect the probability of you getting that cancer it's just pure luck so i was more talking about those kind of diseases why just why just uh, stop at diseases like isn't everything just a dice game yeah i mean that's also true i mean you could walk <laughs> you could be walking on the road and a lightning strikes and you could die fair enough 
but like einstein has quoted god doesn't play dice but there are many times he actually does i feel if there is a god yes and if he is a male yeah. <laughs> interesting okay cool so that was uh, i mean it's a nice book if anyone would like to read do you want me to actually check the name wait i'll check the name <laughs> just so that i can recommend it <laughs> i haven't finished the book though yeah the name is maybe you should talk to someone okay is it an audio book or it's a actual book you are reading uh i am listening to the audio book i think i have a very good formula for books now if it is fiction i just go with the audio book if it is non fiction i'll generally stick to a physical book or a pdf on my tablet but the one which you are reading is kind of non fiction so and you are reading and you are actually listening to an audio book right yeah 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 so like this doesn't fit to your formula so again okay i was not accurate by fiction i meant something which is in a story form so that could be either harry potter or even apj abdul kalam's autobiography both of them have stories right so whatever comes under stories i'll just while sleeping i'll put these stories type books ka audio on and whatever is mostly by non fiction i meant self improvement so something like uh, some book about teaching for example or some book about how do you meditate etc all these self help books i generally stick to either physical books or pdfs so it's kind of interesting because the book that you are currently listening to hmm? i think it it falls on the latter category of self help no it's Doesn't a story it? it's a story it, it it's oh, not so, a, oh, okay. yeah yeah so it's not about so it's not telling you or giving you information or insights about therapy it's a story about a therapist so the therapist is telling her story okay. and through that story she will tell you a few things about her work right and through those stories about work you get a insight into how a therapist's life looks like mm, okay okay makes sense the topic of books brings a very interesting question to my mind we have been friends for over 5 years and i have always heard from you that you are so much into self help books and by so much i mean much much more than i am so i personally have a small not a small maybe a micro library you could say which has around 100 books or so but none of them are self help because i don't read self help and i don't like the genre but you are someone who every now and then chooses to refer to books of that genre so like what what do you find so interesting about self help books i don't get the idea behind it hmm so i don't find them fun okay most of the self help books i don't think they are fun uh, it's more like exercise for example i know exercise is very important for my body so i need to do some exercise so i'll do exercise i don't enjoy it but i know it's important and i also like experientially when i'll say for example start exercising and then during the exercise i'll feel very bad and i'll feel to be honest i always feel like i'll throw up whenever i'm pushing myself when i'm doing push ups or whenever i'm running for a long time and by long time i mean if i'm running for 7th and 8th minute continuously i'll just feel like throwing up so that experience is pretty bad but after it is done i the feeling of accomplishment is also huge and i think that's the reward is the feeling of accomplishment and obviously the good health but good health you don't feel it it just comes by itself so i think same is the case with self help I mean I don't enjoy reading it but at the end of it when I complete that book I feel I get a feeling of accomplishment okay that I know something better now that you've um and you've said that I'm 
into self-help books a lot that's not true i think i haven't read many self-help books i'm mostly still into i mean i use books for uh, falling asleep mostly even now so it's mostly story books when i said that you are into self-help book i i meant that uh, you are the first person in my life who reads self-help books i felt and you have read much more than i have so i think compared to me you are kind of really into it yeah Yeah I mean I was just trying to bring out the list of books that I've read and I was just trying to see how many of them are I mean self help books again it's a very particular genre I would say non fiction is something you could look at non fiction I generally read a lot I think I enjoy non fiction a little more because I know it's not made up and generally it has some backing in science and uh, it also generally helps you in your daily life so i think the last book which i read was teach like your hair is on fire it's about a teacher telling how he teaches and how he achieves excellent student outcomes then the art of war again the art of war is not a story book but again it's enjoyable again i i don't think it's going to be useful for my life but it's fascinating and then again two three story books Mindfulness in plain English I had read. I remember being very bored while reading it, but I found it useful because it gives you theories about whatever experiences you have during practice of mindfulness. Then there is this one book about Shivaji. It's basically his biography. Then Annihilation of Caste by Dr. Baba Sahib Ambedkar. So Dr. Baba Sahib Ambedkar again two three books. So I think yeah, I mean it's self help books. I think you have a, a picture in your mind about self help books whose title will say okay ten ways to improve your life or seven habits of highly effective people etc etc. I think you have that idea of non fiction or self help, but I don't think I'm into those books a lot. Okay, fair enough. It it surprises me that you have a list of books that you have read. It it's it's surprising to me. The reason I keep a list is <laughs> so basically, you know that when you're meeting someone new, I think first thing you will try to do is try to find out what's common between y'all. Mm-hmm. Yes. And in that I think the first thing which really connects people is music. If you will listen to the same kind of music, you'll feel connected. I think the next level is movies. If you like a particular kind of movies you all will feel connected and i think the last level is books if you have read the same book i think there is this connection which is very strong all you have to do is just find that book that both of you all have read so i think that's why i keep a list and it's very easy if you have an account on goodread because it also reading a book is a goal for many people okay i want to read many books this year and if that's a goal when you have an account on goodreads and you mark a book as read i think you get a feeling of accomplishment i remember not sleeping say for example it's 2 o'clock at night and i want to finish that book but i'm feeling very sleepy but i will anyway complete that book till say 3 o'clock 4 o'clock in the morning just so that i can go at that moment of time on goodreads.com and uh, mark that book as read it gives a feeling of accomplishment Mm-hmm. nice nice for me surprisingly it's kind of the other way around i don't meet new people and we discuss the things that we have in common it's the other way around it's like we have something in common and that's why we continue the topic of discussion something on those lines hmm, maybe you i need- think i think in your profession you you keep on meeting new people every now and then uh, i'm not that fortunate in my line of work but yeah 
Yeah, I mean, I meet a lot of people from my organization and also I'm open to many opportunities these last few years. I go to conferences, I go to talk shows, etc. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. Nice, cool. Um, okay, <laughs> now that we are done with all the... <laughs> uh light hearted the monsoons and done with the books <laughs> yes light hearted topics <laughs> let's go into something serious okay so the question is how would you like to die <laughs> why why would you like to know that <laughs> surprisingly i never thought much about it i'll tell you i'll give you the context okay so recently one of my family members from my mother's side died because of corona virus okay i was not really close to that person and nor was my mom very close to that person but my mom was feeling very depressed about that fact and i asked her this question okay but why are you feeling so sad she was not even very close to you and in general for the last few weeks or last few months uh, my mom has been feeling very anxious and very sad about everything which is going around us so i asked her that what's bugging you what's your problem it's okay people die anyway and she was um, she was very old also she was i think 60 plus years old and she also had comorbidities i think she had a bypass surgery so i said she had lived 65 years of life which is a decent amount of life to live um and she was anyway going to die uh, tomorrow or day after tomorrow right so better now so i understand the sadness you feel because someone from your family has uh, died but the fact that you're feeling so sad it just i thought it was not proportional enough um so i asked her what was the reason behind it and her reason did give me a little more perspective about why she was feeling the way she was feeling so the reason she gave us that she thought that this is the most awful way to die so say for example a person is tested positive for covid and if the person is not feeling symptoms for the disease that person is going to be home at the most in an isolation cell so it's not a big deal but if you're feeling symptoms and if those symptoms are serious if you are feeling breathlessness and your oxygen levels go down you're feeling difficult to breathe etc then you're going to be put in a hospital Now again, in the hospital wards, because they are not open to other people, so family members cannot go in. So generally, when you are hospitalized, say for example, you have a heart attack and you are hospitalized, your parents, your families, your children are going to be around you. They'll take care of you. Someone will always be around you, right? But that's not the case if you get infected by this virus. For the last few days of your life, you're going to be alone in that hospital. There will be no one to take care of you. No family members can meet you. No friends can meet you. so i think that's a very sad thing which again my mom pointed out that's not the best way to die she also gave an example so recently my father's friend one of my father's friend also died so the way he died was um, he also had some heart conditions i think but he was very active i would say he used to walk every day for one hour in the morning and he used to exercise and and all so he was just walking on the road once uh one fine day and he just collapsed and some pedestrian called from his mobile and then they took him to the hospital by the time he was dead so she was saying that that is okay right that morning he must have met his he must have seen his wife's face that morning or the previous night he must have spent some time with his family his children etc and the next day he died so i think she thinks that that person will not have any regrets after dying because he was surrounded by the people he loves or whom he loves so that's okay but she just thinks that this is the worst kind of way to die because the, your loved ones won't be around you 
so and that's the reason why i'm asking this question when i was thinking about all this i was just thinking will i be everyone has to die someday right so i was just thinking what is the best way i would like to die and that's where this question comes from <laughs> that's too too uh, deep of a philosophy which is 100% true like no one wants to die alone and uh, i feel someone who dies because of this uh, outbreak has to die alone unfortunately and that's i think the saddest way to die you might argue that it might be physically painless perhaps i am not sure but the emotional pain that you would be having of dying alone and leaving this world with so much sadness in you i think yeah that's that's nothing is worse than that i feel and also the people around you even they won't be able to say goodbye to you Correct. because at Correct. the end you you feel so bad about i mean your body condition is so bad that you are unable to even speak from what i know so even you won't be able to see them or talk to them nor will they be able to see you or they will be able to say goodbye to you <laughs> yes i i i agree on that so i definitely don't want to die from corona now <laughs> uh but surprisingly i've never thought about how i want to die but interestingly enough i have given a lot of thought about what happens after death and there have been times where i have found myself just staring into the blankness and thinking about what happens after one dies so have have you ever thought about it good job circumnavigating the <laughs> actual question that i asked well, well, well um, you'll have to you'll have to answer both the questions your question as well as mine uh to answer your question first i think that's an easier question to answer um i think it's just that whenever and whatever is out of our reach and by our i mean humans whatever is out of our reach i think we love to create theories and fantasize about it i think this is a question very much similar to what is outside our universe there's nothing outside our universe all we know and all our realities all based inside our universe some people will say okay there are so many universes and we are just part of one such universe then some say that it's a constant big bang and opposite of big bang i don't know how to pronounce it i mean they just tried big bang uh, in ultra direction so your uh, universe expands and then again contracts into one point and this keeps on happening eternally uh then hinduism will have elaborate theories of swargalok patal lok and uh, our soul is different from our being and our soul either goes to heaven or to hell based on our characteristics etc etc i think all of these questions are very far away from our reach and there's no point discussing about it because none of them are either provable or disprovable and i think similar is the case with this question of what is going to happen after we die um i know there have been studies about soul i remember one documentary where this uh, doctor is trying to weigh the bodies when they are dying so according to his theory if bodies had soul once the person actually dies the soul is going to leave that body and the weight will uh, reduce so he tried to make very accurate measurements about the body during death and he found no difference so there have been studies also which kind of disprove all these theories but uh, what if soul is weightless if that's the case it can never be proven or disproven so i think i want to believe because you can believe anything to be honest no one can come and give you evidence okay what you are believing is not true 
so you can believe whatever you want so i wanted to choose something which will allow me to live my life well because death is just a point and uske pehle jo kuch bhi aayega that's a huge amount of life so i need to focus on that huge amount of life and not about that one singular point so i want to believe something which will allow me to live that life very well so that belief is there's nothing after that there's just blankness there's nothingness you won't feel anything so that's my belief so how does that belief help you to live your life do you live your life a little more fully because of it yeah because if you believe say for example in a soul or if you believe in heaven and hell you're always calculating na ki i should live my life well okay someone is watching someone is keeping a tab of how i'm living my life etc uh, or i might get one more chance if you believe in rebirth you will say you'll get one more chance or you would say i'm going to get free after i die according to hinduism if you complete that cycle of life you're going to be free if you believe all that i won't be able to live my life freely i think and i won't be able to make most of my life because if i believe say that there's nothing after that and this is it so i have all this time right now to do whatever i want to do whatever i love and to make a difference in my life and if i think it is meaningful in others life as well so that's how it helps me to live this life better okay okay makes sense and now to answer your question I mean I don't know I mean let's do one one I also have to think <laughs> Okay I thought since you came up with the question you would have given some thought no, to no, it No no I don't have an answer yet Even after you take some time to think or even if you think for say long period of time a couple of weeks I don't think so I'll be able to arrive at an answer I feel For which question To your question how do you want to die Okay so try answering your question first To answer my question what I, I what I like to fantasize is that see basically there are two parallel world parallel universes and uh, but both of them cannot interact with each other and the uh, <laughs> it sounds very funny but uh, and the universe of the dead is able to look at the universe of the living but it's not able to interact with it so it's i don't know it it sounds very meaningless perhaps but i don't know i just like to think it like that it doesn't it doesn't change a single thing in the way i live my life but every time i think about this topic i just come at this point and try to satisfy myself and try to forget about it yeah i mean if you're talking about fantasies i think i have a few for example uh, the world view of dragon ball z i really like that uh, everyone goes to the same place which is the place of death and then there they have this another life where they are living together in the place of dead and in dragon ball z of course they can bring back the dead using some magic and they can also interact with the living people that is one fantasy or rather one theory which is very likable the other likable theory is also about buddhism so in buddhism they say that you get reborn again and again okay there is also some overlap with the hindu way of thinking about this so the buddhist theory will tell you that you are just going to get reborn again and you can be reborn in any kind of creature so you could also be reborn as a cockroach can also be reborn as an elephant etc and there is some level of mastery you need to gain uh, and this mastery is basically self awareness that how aware of yourself are you and of your actions and of your speech so if there's a point at which if you become this level of awareness if you attain 
you will be free and once you attain that level you won't be reborn again so basically in that theory they are saying that life is actually kind of a punishment you could say or a better way to look at it would be a video game life is a video game where you just keep leveling up and once you reach or rather slay the last level that's the end of the game so that's one way to look at it according to the theory buddha attained that level of self awareness then he taught many people and around during that time many people got that what do you say moksha i think they say moksha so many people co- completed that cycle of uh, self awareness they also say that you can only increase your awareness during your human life because other animals plants hardly have any thinking power so it's very difficult to increase the awareness once you're in those life forms you have this opportunity to increase your self awareness only during human form and most of this awareness one very good exercise for increasing that awareness is meditation so that's why according to buddhist theory you should meditate and focus another fantasy or another view which i find very interesting is uh, i think kurds gazard made a video about this theory it was first a blog post and then kurds gazard or in a nutshell youtube channel they made a youtube video about this so in that what they say is you are this person and everyone else around you whom you encounter in this world everyone is you so once you die once you die you're going to get into someone else else's body and you're going to interact with yourself so whoever is in this world whoever is your father your mother your children your friends your enemies etc everyone is you but in a different life and you're just living everyone's life one by one and here what is the meaning of leveling up so in this world there's a god and you're trying to be the next god and unless and until you get reborn again and again and learn your lessons and get mature until that happens you're going to get reborn again and interact with yourself and once again as in the buddhist case once you level up you yourself will become the god of this universe so that is another theory about rebirth or what happens after death i think the name of that particular blog was the universe is an egg I yeah, feel. yeah yeah i think that's I feel, yeah. the name of the video oh the name of the video i think the the name of the blog as well is the same ah, i yeah, feel i have not read the blog okay this is the okay. F- the first time i heard this from a school friend i think and then after many years i saw the video and then i made the connection okay is the same thing okay but it's something okay. related to like that i remember then <laughs> <laughs> i i'm sure it's this the same thing that i said okay okay so now <laughs> try to answer what you had asked me okay so i have a few ideas okay so one obvious thing is no one wants to die in pain so what what are painful deaths maybe dying in a fire or dying while drowning etc i think both of them are very painful so i think none of us would want that the other option is do you want a slow death which is not painful or one single blow which is very painful say for example a plane crash or a car crash when you are at a very high speed you are not even going to feel the pain because till the time the impulse of all the pain reaches your brain i think you will be dead and you won't even feel everything that's one way to do it the other way is to say for example fall ill and once you fall ill you go to the hospital you'll be admitted into the hospital there will be doctors taking care of you there will be your family members taking care of you and um, 
you will have lot of support around you and if it's too painful maybe the doctors could help you so that is another way you could do it yeah i think these are the few options we have i think you have basically covered more or less all the natural ways what could die if you're not being too creative with your death <laughs> but the question but the question is how would you like to die <laughs> hmm i think i guess i would like first condition i think would be same for everyone it should be as less painful as possible okay and the second thing i would say for me personally it would be best if it was instant that i don't even have to think about it if you fall ill you'll constantly think about it right what is going to happen okay this is the end it's etc but if it happens in an instant or maybe say one or two minutes i won't even have to think about it i'll in the those one two minutes i'll just be thinking about how do i save myself or i'll just try to make sense of everything so it'll be quick and painless i would say but i think it's i think this is pretty much the same for everyone it's a very generic answer i think the most generic answer would be i don't want to die i think yeah that's what the first thing that came to my mind like i think that's what will come to everyone's mind when you ask them this question i wonder man they might they might not be vocal about it they would be first like why is this guy asking me about my death and i don't want to die or i don't even want to think about it ha, in the first not place not thinking about it is very common yeah i would agree with that many people don't want to think about it that's true but i think no one wants to live forever so there are two cases okay one case is only you live forever whereas everyone else dies according to their normal lifespan i think that no one would want because all of your friends families etc are going to keep dying again and again and you are immortal i think that's the worst okay and second option is everyone is immortal everyone immortal again i think i mean i'm not sure many people feel that life is a punishment and they have to go through everything and if you are having a very good life you are very lucky because many people struggle so much during their life and by this struggle i don't mean a very difficult examination or say for example not having enough money for amenities and luxuries i don't mean that struggle all these struggles i think improve you make you a better person and i think those struggles are very well rewarded at the end but i mean other struggles say for example mental health illnesses or hereditary diseases which you have no control over it's meaningless pain and suffering and i don't think that allows you to grow in some way so if everyone is immortal i think it, it will just be one huge roller coaster of suffering all over so i think there's some solace in knowing that everything is going to end one day <laughs> i'm not sure okay i mean in theory it's the other side is also if you live forever things change a lot right because now everyone is in a race of making the most of their lives so people want to earn a lot of money they want to save a lot of money they want to travel etc etc they have to choose between things career and love for example i think if everyone knew that they are going to live forever i think many of those things are going to change i for example for the first 200 300 years will just study if i had the monetary ability to do so i'll just study each and every subject till masters maybe do four five phd's in whatever interest our relationships will be different we'll have around what thousand partners over 10000 years or one lakh years so partnerships and love is going to change this is a topic which warrants a different episode by itself what if everyone is immortal but coming back to the 
original question i think many people are still because death is something just so so harsh many people don't want to discuss it and don't even think about it which i think is okay if you don't want to think about it but if you do have the courage to think about it and if it does not affect you a lot i think uh, the discussion can get interesting pretty soon i think that you are making the podcast with some wrong person i feel <laughs> especially especially when it comes to this topic because i am someone who would not like to think about it oh. but i think we we talked a lot about it in the first place so talking about death let's kill this topic <laughs> really you're <laughs> <let's>, killing it <laughs> and let's go to something let's go to something else but <laughs> i feel even that something else will be kind of related to this one maybe don't know But I want to know the reason though. Why do you not want to talk about it? Or why do you not want to think about it? I don't know. I have a one word answer to it. Or one sentence answer to it. Thinking about death makes me feel that anything I do is worthless. So it doesn't matter if I don't work today. It doesn't matter if I don't eat food today. Or it doesn't matter how I treat my family members and my friends today. it doesn't matter because at the end nothing matters so that so that's the thing right death can be positive for people as well ki okay you know we are going to die one day so we should live our lives fully we should live in a sensible manner we should live morally but for some people it could be it could be negative as well so i think i i fall on the latter category and things become negative for me for a while so i don't like to think about it yes I think you have the exactly opposite idea. I mean there was this one TV series I think on TVF it was about startups I don't remember the name I think it's pictures. Yeah, uh, yes. Yeah. So in that he says to so one character is talking to his girlfriend and he's telling her that okay so they are in a supermarket and they are just talking about their breakup and how he wants to break up with her because he wants to chase his dreams of starting a startup and while they are roaming around the supermarket shopping he comes across a bottle it's a plastic bottle and he tells her that the person who made this plastic bottle that person must be dead years ago but his legacy still remains that this person has given this world this plastic bottle because he invented it and because he invented it so many people's lives have changed and we just take it for granted now um that's one example and second example is also it's not about the legacy you leave for some people it is say for example great people like ambedkar bhagat singh stalin or hitler even these people have left their legacies either it's positive or negative that's another question but people know them so some people just make make their life goals to be as famous as possible and i know so many people and i'm just amazed when someone says that they want to be famous they want to be remembered to be honest i don't think it's even possible to be significant in the grand scheme of things even if you are very famous you will be remembered for what 500 600 at the most 1000 2000 years after 2000 years who is going to ask you uh, no one is going to ask you and whatever discoveries you have made whatever new music you have made new poems you have written all that will be obsolete in a few hundred years so i think it's not about legacy it's more about the experience it's more about feelings and that's why i think i value connections a lot so say for example think about a time when you really felt connected to me okay so that could be in a restaurant that could be during a walk or that could be during i am handing you over something and we have just we were just supposed to meet for 5 minutes but we end up speaking for half an hour so that moment of connection where 
वी आर फीलिंग कनेक्टेड टू ईच अदर एंड विच होपफुली वॉज एंड जनरली इज अ पॉजिटिव फीलिंग दैट कैन नेवर बी टेकन अवे फ्रॉम यू इवन इफ यू डाई टूडे और इवन इफ यू डाई फिफ्टी ईयर्स फ्रॉम नाउ दैट विल बी योर मोमेंट एंड दैट फीलिंग विल बी योर फीलिंग एंड दैट्स वाई आई फील आई रिगार्ड कनेक्शन वेरी स्ट्रॉगली बिकॉज एवरीथिंग इज फ्लीटिंग नथिंग इज गोन मैटर नो वन इज गोन रिमेंबर मी टेन ट्वेंटी ईयर्स आफ्टर आई डाई नथिंग आई एम गोन टू डू विल बी सो सिग्निफिकेंट दैट इज गोन टू बी रेलिवेंट थ्री हंड्रेड फोर हंड्रेड ईयर्स फ्रॉम नाउ सो इट्स मोर अबाउट हियर एंड नाउ एंड वॉट एवर आई एम फीलिंग एंड ऑल्सो इफ यू थिंक दैट्स इम्पॉर्टेंट वॉट एवर अदर पीपल आर फीलिंग बिकॉज ऑफ यू whether it's positive or negative if generally if you are feeling good about a connection the other person is also feeling the same then you can find value in these small things hmm that's too much information for me to comprehend in a detailed way but i i get your point what you're trying to say yes kya ye mere ko ek intellectual podcasting partner chahiye kya phaltu ke liye in the description you can mention that you are looking for a podcast partner <laughs> i am always looking for a podcasting partner okay i want to make as many of these as possible surprisingly the, enough you are stuck with me yeah the only qualification <laughs> for application is you should be able to edit your own podcasts because i don't have time to edit these <laughs> or we can upload I, unedited ones no 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 one will listen to it No one is listening to this podcast. I'm that brother. No, there are <laughs> there are ten, twelve people listening to it. No, there Come are fifteen. Come on, there are fifteen. My 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 father my father every Friday asks me if we have uploaded a new episode. But every Friday he asks. Your father is listening to our podcast. Yes, because like he was at home now. He didn't have to go to work. Now he goes to work, but like he has listened to all our episodes. I love all our episodes. Yes. So the next time I meet, I won't know anything about him, but he will know so much. More about me because he's <laughs> listened to me speak for so many hours. Yes, perhaps he will. Yes, weird, very weird. <laughs> I mean, I see. I feel uncomfortable with interacting with parents. Now, I feel uncomfortable about them listening to my podcasts as well. I just want to stay away from older people as much as possible. Don't worry, he won't uh, ask you weird questions. Come on. Yeah, that will be only done by a mom. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Every all all moms in the world are uh, fit for that category. Yeah, but I think my weird questions. Yeah, I think my mom really hesitates to interact with my friends because she knows I feel very uncomfortable, <laughs> and she'll always be a little scared about interacting with my friends. So I think it's better <laughs> at my home. It's it's completely different at my house. You have been to my house a couple of times, right? Hmm. My parents, both of them. start talking to my friends a lot be it if you come alone or be it a whole group mm. they they are always up for an interaction with my friends maybe it is because when i'm at home i hardly interact with them i hardly talk with them but i seem to be very talkative and communicative with my friends so they probably just want to know <laughs> oh the my way, god oh my <laughs> the god i behave the way i behave outside the house maybe that's a I very deep insight man speculating speculating nice and i think that's the culture in many homes i mean <laughs> you think whatever culture is at your home that's the same in every household but that's not true i think majority of the households parents do interact with their children's friends it's just that it's i feel that it's very uncomfortable that did not happen much when i was a child so yeah i mean mm-hmm. i i'm also okay. a very different person at least during childhood i was a very different person with my friends and a very different person with my parents for some people it's not they are mostly the same around their friends and their family members 
so i never want to mix both of them that's why i think the discomfort comes from there mm-hmm. okay all right <laughs> mm, so you're not going to answer that answer what how i want to die yeah i don't have an answer to it as such i think the most blatant answer would be i want to die in my sleep another related question is how old do you want to be when you die ideally i want to be maybe over 70 somewhere over 70 but i want to die healthy i don't want to die you know when i have to use support while walking and i don't want to die hmm, like unhealthy unhealthy yeah hmm. i want to die healthy but i i, I don't think so that's going to happen especially considering the lifestyle <laughs> i live in but i trust the medical um, fraternity in that regard i mean people living for 80 90 years comfortably was unfathomable around 50 to 60 years back or rather 70 80 years back but the but the reason they are able to live at such high ages comfortably is because in their childhood their body was very strong but i don't think so today generation has that kind of capability and stamina in their body because mainly because of the food intake they are facing right now true, true. in this so age. that is one part of it and the other part it's also is i think a more important part is the medical science people used to die of very silly diseases back then people used to die of diarrhea people used to die of malaria etc and nowadays people mostly live if you have that disease and people have the disease two times three times four times during their lifetime and even then they survive i think there is also a lot to do with medical science in general so and obviously your your point of lifestyle is also important but i think people are now also reversing that trend of being conscious of their health exercising diet etc and uh, as i said uh, see maybe 40 50 years from now if you don't exercise you will be looked down upon and it would be very weird for you to not exercise um so i think i mean i have faith in that direction as well okay so yeah i mean medical health please researchers buck up and make some life saving uh firstly make vaccine for covid <laughs> exactly that's what i wanted to say the only way i'll be able to regain my faith in medical sciences if they are able to come up with vaccines in a couple of months i like the lifestyle goes back to normal couple of in months couple is of not months. happening i think if i would at least at least by the end of the year come on please yeah. if any if any one of you is listening to this podcast <laughs> please <laughs> <laughs> please take me seriously <laughs> end of the year yeah i uh, probability increases end concept. of the year yes hmm. um yeah <laughs> it started very dark but at the end like towards the end it, it became quite light hearted i felt it's what you make of it man people laugh about death people become serious about death it's up to you also to answer the question which i just asked you how much uh, would you like to live for me i think i would really like to hit the 100 mark just because it feels whole and complete so maybe living 100 years would be nice but as you said that condition applies to me as well that i don't want to be unhealthy and unable to be independent at the end of my life I want to be independent at the end of my life i mean there are a few cases where you see na that people who are aged 90 95 they are running marathons and all i would like to be that person uh, but uh, for that to happen i'll have to change my lifestyle and be much more fit and exercise a lot more but i still think it's possible okay i, I really like your enthusiasm <laughs> in this way <laughs> i have given up all hope on that <laughs> uh, let's see let's see um, yes also 
if say for example i mean they, i think there are companies doing this okay so you pay some amount of money to them they will preserve your body and they will freeze it and preserve it and once the technology is better where they can reanimate you or the medical technology is much better now then they will again bring you back to life after say 100 years 200 years and during that time they will keep your body safe in some freezer somewhere and for that you have to pay a large amount of money also so if that was an option for you and you had that much amount of money would you prefer that the first thought that will come to my mind is this is just a scam to take my money so but if my answer would be no but if you have billions of money <laughs> this is like what 1% of your total wealth in that case you won't even think about it maybe but i don't appreciate the idea of uh, waking up when like missing those 200 years and then waking up waking up to a very new world which i do not know anything of yeah yes the science has developed and maybe it will be able to make me or make everyone's lifespan increase maybe twice but still i i don't want to miss that 200 years yeah. so captain america ki tarah ho jayega yes in some ways yes yeah but it will be also interesting also there will be many hardships in doing that because all the people you knew are dead for 200 years and also you'll have to learn everything again there are different technology different cultures different etiquettes around you but it i think it will be interesting if i'm that rich then i'll freeze a couple of more people <laughs> with me na <laughs> <laughs> never thought about it that way nice forcefully taking them in yeah sab log ko freeze hona padega saath mein 200 saal ke baad ek dusre ko dekhenge yes chalega that will work yeah interesting